No one cared about Lyle Gordon, but you might have never guessed if you had seen his funeral. A herd of socialites gathered around his grave, a silk handkerchief dabbed an eye here and there. A eulogy fit for the president was poetically read, and dozens of white roses were tossed with a dramatic and well-practiced sympathy. Lyle smiled and rolled back on his heels. He looked a little too smug for a dead man, but he was a dead man just the same. Pigs, he snorted. I don't know half of them, but there's no doubt why they're here. Everyone wants a piece of my money. Ha! Wait until they find out they've wasted a perfectly good Saturday for nothing. Lyle was in a much better mood than he had been four days ago, when he came home early from his visit to New York. He was the president of a reputable bank and often took trips to meet his most valuable customers. Unfortunately, he had just lost one of his best. He was looking forward to sulking over one of his wife's casseroles, but soon discovered he wasn't the only man enjoying her cooking. He entered his master bedroom to find his best friend and vice president of his bank snoring between his wife's legs. Lyle didn't wake them. He quietly retreated to his library to find solace in a bottle of aged brandy. Then, in a drunken stupor, he gathered the cash from his private safe, all of his wife's jewelry, and anything else of value he could smuggle out of the house. He loaded it all into the trunk of his Rolls Royce and left. After an hour's drive, he pulled off onto a gravel road and followed it back to a lake surrounded by woods. At one time, the place had been special. He had gone fishing there with his sons when they were younger. Now, they only called if they needed money. Lyle finished off another bottle of brandy while pitching bundles of crisp hundred-dollar bills into the lake. When he finished disposing of his riches, he got back in his car and drove home. Morning broke, and the sun glimmered into a rich dawn as he pulled into his driveway and found the traders kissing goodbye on the front porch. They froze at the sight of him. And before they could compose themselves, Lyle floored it. He plowed the car right through the bay window and into the living room. The impact threw him into the windshield, where a piece of glass found his throat. He would have choked to death on his own blood, watching his wife and best friend run from the house, screaming like lunatics, if it hadn't been for the explosion. That's how Lyle Gordon died. And that's how he met me. Lyle was pleased with himself. Not only had he taken care of his money and car, but now the house was worthless as well. Not many are as proud as he had been so soon after death. All right. Lyle smiled and turned to walk away from the crowd of mourners. Enough of this. I'm ready to burn in hell. The dead are strange. They always assume they can just walk into their afterlife. I reached for his shoulder and pulled him back. Hold still. If you had my job... You'd be grim, too. I pushed my hand into the pocket of my robe and found my coin. Rolling it three times, I said the word, and we left the graveyard behind. There is no tunnel with a light at the end when you die. Just a reaper with a coin, like me. Maybe to a human, the passage over resembles a tunnel. To me, it's more like a womb, and we're being pushed into existence elsewhere. Humans are always in that infant-like state of shock when they see Limbo City. Lyle's smirking good mood melted as we arrived. My world is very different from his. But I have to admit, my shock to his world when I got my first coin was just as bad. 
The coordinates I had used pushed us out into the middle of the market area, shadowed by the towering architecture of downtown limbo. Buildings crammed together down Mort Avenue, a collage of metal and stone. The old-world charm of cathedrals and temples mixed with New York-styled skyscrapers imitating the human realm. Rusty streaks of light shot out from behind the city, strangling the illusion of a sunset. Limbo has no sun, but the fake light is welcomed by most citizens. Even the dead prefer to see what they're doing. I sighed, wishing I had picked a different location. The market was an unthinkable place to be on a Sunday. Crowds of souls picked through an assortment of goods shipped in from the afterlives. The innocent items, like phoenix feathers and vases autographed by Greek gods, were arranged out in the open, but if you looked close enough, you could find someone selling vials of holy water or hellfire under the table.